Welcome to Sing Double Podcast. I'm your co-host, Bradford Both. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. What's <laughs> happening? Well, you know, we're back in beautiful Canada and we have some beautiful uh, punk peoples oh, that we are going okay. to revisit this week. Yes, that is true. Yes. But anyway. But first. Post-Dragon Con. Let's talk about Dragon Con. Let's see. I had to deal with Concrud on Tuesday and took a sick day at work. Okay, that's literally post Dragon Con. Let's that's talk literally about post actual Dragon Con. Con. All right, Dragon Con. No Let's one cares go. about your sickness. <laughs> so I had I was going to do Thanos at Dragon Con, but yeah. uh, my last mold for my cosplay broke as I was opening it, and all my hopes and dreams died. So I had to. So you hopped just, on a plane and just came to came yeah, to Dragon Con. I just Con. hopped on a plane. Let me tell you, that was better than driving it. So much better. This is the first year I flew, and even though I was very stressed out about my shit getting broken or whatever, uh-huh. I it was so much better. And my all my props survived. So sweet. I my, think uh, <laughs> next year when I will have props, I'm gonna do Southwest again and fly again anyway. Because with Southwest, I can check two bags for free as long as they're not over fifty pounds. Ah, so nice. I don't think I think my reasons for driving will not be necessary. Agreed. It's also so nice. Well, despite our delays on the way home, that what delay stuff? <laughs> what could you possibly be talking about? <laughs> it didn't take six plus hours to get home. Yeah, but still better than driving. Little two-ish hour flight. Yeah, so <laughs> ridiculous. Brad left two hours before me and got home. 20 minutes before after me. you no after you no you got home before you got home before me still oh yeah i got yeah i got home before you I but still your landed flight landed you. 20 minutes before my flight yeah but my uber took 800 years because the airport was so crowded and then i live far away so yeah my uber took a while to get to me as well yeah i did not walk home even though i could as much as I would have enjoyed walking another <laughs> one and a half, two miles, I don't know what it is from the airport to my house, uh, after all the walking I did <laughs> that week right. at Dragon Con, walking was not something I wanted to do. Plus, it was also rainy, so that mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have been exciting either. Well, my costume didn't break, <laughs> so that's nice. Sorry. <laughs> Your costumes? My costumes, but I mostly the did... The many faces of ScarJo? Yeah, that was basically my lineup. Except um, for except for one. Except for Sky. Ta- oh no, yeah. So one. Uh, I did Sky. I didn't do an orphan. What's the actress's name? Uh, Chloe Bennett. Thank you. One Chloe Bennett, and then a bunch of ScarJo. Yeah. Um, but I did my Infinity War costume, which ended up being really great, and I was really happy with how it all came together. Mm-hmm. And I think I looked pretty cool in it. You and did. I had my batons, and so I felt really cool. You um, should be. I feel sorry for the guy that you assaulted. <laughs> he deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> but so I got to be part of um, Marvel's new like cosplay series called Marvel Becoming, mm-hmm. which is all about which is they highlight cosplayers and they um, make little videos about them making their costume and then feature them. And there were a few people from the show, a couple of them, well, at least two of them are now my friends. One of them I had known for a while on the interwebs in our Black Widow group. Uh-huh. Um, and then we met for the first time at Dragon Con and she had, she needed batons. So I lent, I lent her mine. And so I just hung out with her and dragged Nick along as well. Um, we did some filming mm-hmm. uh, a Friday evening with a bunch of other really awesome Marvel cosplayers and uh, they kind of just filmed us, just interacting, and then um, Beverly, who is, let me find her Instagram name so you can all follow her because she's amazing. Beverly, who is Downen, D-O-W-N-E-N, underscore creative, underscore studios. Right. She made a wasp costume and debuted it on Friday. Yeah, that was, was a phenomenal costume. So amazing. She's And she's like the nicest person, so... Go support her because she's awesome. And so is Rose, who cosplayed Black Widow. 
Infinity War Black Widow. Um, and her uh, Instagram is Romanova Rose. And yeah, so they, we all just hung out, like we interacted with each other and took selfies, took pictures with Hurley FX, who made this amazing Thanos, and he Which was very scary. Extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, at that Marvel shoot, oh, I yeah. watched him inhale a bottle of water through the <laughs> mouth slit and like he didn't he didn't drink it this was not <laughs> drinking water i watched him collapse the bottle into the face that he was wearing <laughs> so that he could get fluids into him in the most fast and efficient way possible <laughs> because i'm assuming not that i got the really get up close to his cosplay i'm assuming most of that was silicone and if I know anything about silicone. It don't breathe. Yeah. So he must have been sweating his bottom off. Yeah. Um, but he looked amazing and terrifying. Yes, it was. And he was, was very great. cool. And he was super nice, too. Um, and then they asked a few people to stay behind and do interviews. So I just interviewed them. Or I was interviewed by the Marvel people. And they, you know, just asked me about, like, what I like about Dragon Con and about... Rose and about the Black Widow cosplay group I'm in and what Dragon Con means to me and la 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 all these cute what did, things. What did you say? I said a really like cheerleader thing. I said it's like friendship because <laughs> it's when I get to see all my friends. Wow. <laughs> it's really cheesy <laughs> but it's true. I really like uh it's like friendship. <laughs> it's so 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 friend like. So you when, really crystalled that one up, so, huh? when, <laughs> so when the video comes out, you can all make fun of me. No, please don't. I'll be so sad if you make fun of me. Because <laughs> it was really cool to be part of it. Um, I would the, imagine so. And the Marvel people were really nice. <coughs> and yeah. And then on, yes, Saturday was the big Marvel photo shoot, which Brad kindly stuck around to hold my phone for me. Yep. <laughs> Which I wish I would have just had it on me because all this shit was going on. Hey, at the end of that. It was crazy. It was great because I got to see a bunch of people that I otherwise probably would have never saw at con. And it was just. Yeah. So. I also um, got to hold a cool prop. Yeah. So um, after they. After we took a bunch of photos in a big massive group and I met a lot of really. <laughs> I found my phone, guys. I should take my car keys out of my pocket so I don't do that again. <laughs> I was like, what is that noise? That's me pushing a tile button <laughs> by in <laughs> error. Um, so, yeah, the after we did a bunch of big group shots, the guy from, Mar like, the official Marvel props guy, Russell Babbitt. Mm -hmm. Babbitt? Babbitt? I can't Babbitt? It's probably Babbitt. Uh, came out and brought the real Captain America shield that Chris Evans himself uses in the movies. Uh-huh. And it was so beautiful. And seven pounds isn't as heavy as you think it would be. I mean, it was quite light. It felt pretty heavy to me. Well, to me, it was like but nothing, was... but maybe that's just because of my Thanos muscles. Yeah, your, your Thanos bulk. <laughs> um, but, and then they kept telling us, you know, stick around a little bit longer. It'll be good. We promise. And mm -hmm. then they brought out the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. cast and Benedict Wong. Yep. And they all came and took pictures with us, and that was really cool, too. What does Benedict Wong do? He's Wong. He's Dr. Strange's friend. Oh. <laughs> Wong, you're invited to my gotcha. wedding. Gotcha. Is he? I mean. You're getting married? If <laughs> Just illustrating a Tony Stark quote. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so the people that were there were, yeah, Benedict Wong, Elizabeth Henstridge, who plays Simmons, Yo-Yo, mm -hmm. Uh, Deshin Lockman, who was Sky's mom on uh -huh. Shield, and also a Dollhouse, and she's on Altered Carbon. Um, and then uh, Adrian Pestar, who's Talbot. Yep. Or Graviton, depending. And then General Talbot's better. The last guy, uh, Max Rosinski. I he's like a pilot on Shield. He's married to Deshin Lockman, which is the only reason he's around. I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. But he's been on it since season two, apparently. Just fun fact. Another fun fact. Cosplayers are more serious about photo shoots than actors are. <laughs> None yeah. of them could keep a straight face through the entire thing. In fact, the, oh, character, yeah. the person that plays Yo-Yo, do you know, uh, I don't know her name. Natalia Cordova, I okay. believe. She's like 
guys, we got to be serious. They are so serious about this and we're goofing it up. <laughs> it's true. Well, they were like, let's take a fighty pose. And I finally saw a bunch of the pictures from it today. Yeah. And like one of the girl, one of the other widows like handed a Simmons her baton and her face is like ridiculous. She's just like, ah, <laughs> like making the silliest face, holding her, holding the baton. But yeah, that was super cool. And I, after, after that, after the crowd kind of dispersed, I went over to Simmons and then I told her that I loved her and then she gave me a hug and that was fun. I bet it was. It was really cute. I didn't say hi to any of them. She was so cute. I just admired from afar. I tried to give Steph her phone so she could take a uh, selfie with, uh, with Simmons. uh, Yes. But, uh, Steph was ignoring me for some reason. Oh, maybe it was because, you know, I was trying, I just wanted to talk to her. I got my selfie on Sunday. You did. Um, but it was just like, it was crazy. And then I just like hung out and I talked to some of the other cosplayers and I met some really cool people that I've been still talking to after the con and everyone's really cool and nice. And the thing I've noticed about this con and like all, and especially like the Black Widow cosplayers that we all hung out with afterwards, uh-huh. it's like there's so, like, I think cosplay gets a bad reputation of people being really competitive and having huge egos and like you're not allowed to cosplay the same thing as me because i'm that cause right. i'm this character but i feel like everyone just kind of leaves their egos at the door and they're just like super supportive and nice and they just want to help you and be friends and they're just excited that you're all cosplaying yeah, either the I same w- thing or in the same you know movie or whatever i wish my mold didn't break i would have enjoyed being uh mini thanos yeah because i wouldn't have been as tall as him i mean that guy he's as tall as me in real life i know but he made himself seven feet tall and that's a feat i don't think i would want to attempt he has big old platform boots yep i saw him get into the thanos costume that i'm wearing are my boots that i bought for thanos yeah so i'm gonna make the uh the uh shin guards they would go over these Mm -hmm. because that's what it looks like on the model you lent me and uh because it, it, he's definitely on that model. He's wearing boots with shin guards that go over them. Mm, gotcha. I'll have to check the actual footage. That's my bag. It fell. I'm sorry. It's on my cord. It's off your cord now. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, You're now it's grabbing cord. your cord. <laughs> um, I will have to uh, see now that the movie's out on uh, Blu-ray. There is, of course, that famous, beautiful website that I have no idea what it's called. We'll have every frame of the movie so i'll be able to get some great source material when thanos goes to fix c2e2 yes tagline to be revealed at c2e2 (laughs) yeah let's see what else we met i met palm who plays mantis on guardians Mm -hmm. slash infinity war um i also met evangeline lily who plays wasp yeah and she's very pretty and then my personal highlight was meeting um, Brett Dalton, who plays Ward from S.H.I.E.L.D., and he was so hot. I can't even deal with it. Wow. I'm just going to stare at the photo across the room. Yeah. Yep, so, there he is. He's so pretty. He's, 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 he's got like, his arm around you. He does. Wondering how he's going to betray you. That's fine. He's so hot, it's fine. Hail Hydra. <laughs> um, and then on... Sunday, I think a really good like kind of end of the con with all with my main homies mm-hmm. was um, we did a Parks and Rec group. And I'm we, not one of her main homies. Oh, sorry. You were still there. <laughs> you were there. I'm just a sideshow Bob. <laughs> sideshow Bob, homie. <laughs> you were part of the group. You were there at the end. Yeah, so that As counts. The filming guy. You were still you were still integral to the team. <laughs> Jeez, so many buckets that day. You were rum bucket boy. I was we rum bucket keep boy. Up with you. Um, yes, my credit card charges look hilarious. <laughs> Nick always thinks it's funny. I always save my drinking for Sunday because I have no cosplay consequences the next day. Right. Because I don't want to be hungover and in like a costume because that sounds horrible. Yeah. So Nick describes it as I get all squirrely on Sundays because I. You are squirrely. Because <laughs> I like to drink and I like to run around everywhere. Yep. And like savor the last whatever of I think you do it right and I might have to follow your lead next year because uh the head of your group of of uh cohorts at the end. Yeah, he looked pretty uh 
worn out at the yeah, end of that Yeah, because he got really drunk on Friday. Yeah. In his in his romper group, in his man romper group. I was I was there for a little bit for that, wasn't mm-hmm. I? Was that Friday? Yeah, we because we were that, in our Lost in Translation stuff on Friday. And I came back with paint on my face. Yes, you yeah. and Missy did. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben got very toasty on Friday, but he had snake juice, and I was drinking it. I drank a lot of it. It was well, brandy, but I drank a lot of it. Ugh. I've had brandy once. I don't like brandy. Maybe I had bad brandy. But I also drank a lot of vodka before that too. And I had those little wine bottles. I drank a lot. But I wasn't like crazy drunk. I was just squirrely. Yep. You're also up late from what I hear. I, yeah. Like to sunrise. Uh, ish. Sun coming up ish. Well, so I went, so I ran around after everyone went to bed and I ran into Charlie and Leah, who I never get to see. And they're sweet. And then I uh, went to a room party uh-huh. um, with some of my new Marvel friends. Right. Uh, who are from England, I believe. Um, and they're super awesome. They were like, one of them was Tony Stark at the big Marvel shoot. He was standing behind me and we just talked like the whole time. Uh-huh. And a couple of other guys were there too. We just watched Thor Ragnarok. Oh, nice. And that was really fun. I should have stayed out with you then. <laughs> Instead, I went to bed like a ninny. Yeah, but that was like 3 a.m. and I was starting to get really tired. Yeah. And so I, around 4, I think, 3.30 or 4, something like that, I made it to the gladiator battle, but then I was like, my contacts were like drying out so bad that I was like, I can't watch a movie. My eyeballs are going to fall out and I won't be able to see anything. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, all right, bye, friends. And so then I went, intended to go to bed, but then I kept running into more people that I knew. <laughs> right. So I ran into Charlie and Leah again, and then on my way back I ran into other people, and then I ended up, Then it, by then it was like 4.30 or 5, and I finally made it back to my room around 5, I think, and went to sleep. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. Mission accomplished. But it's so hard because on Sunday you just don't want Dragon Con to end, and you just want to stay up as late as possible at the same time. It's super hard to Yeah, to I was to trying to figure out before I went to bed whether or not I'd be able to get up, pack, go back over to Con for a little while, and then catch the uh, train to the airport. And I opted not to do that. And I'm glad I didn't because Atlanta Airport is just difficult to navigate, especially for your first it's time. It's insanely huge. It is massively huge. You got to get on the plane train. They have Concourse A, they have Concourse B, they have Concourse C, they have Concourse D, they have Concourse E, they have Concourse (laughs) F. There's a plane train. Yeah, not to mention security took 800 years. There's just a train that takes you to the different concourses, which you could walk. I don't know why you would. I walked the first time. Well, I did not. So when I got off the plane last Thursday, There's baggage claims at either end of this. So there's not even a baggage claim for your concourse. Baggage claim has its own spot. Yeah, I was for just international trying to get and domestic. To the, I was trying to get to the MARTA, and I saw a train, so I hopped on it immediately. And then I was like, oh, no, I don't know where this is taking me. So then I got scared, and I hopped off, and I started walking uh-huh. toward the baggage claim again. And then I was like, oh, I should have just taken. And so I was at, like, Concord F, Concourse F when I got off. Right. And then I hopped on the D1. Hopped on the D. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Took it to C, and then I was like, this isn't right. So then I walked another one and then I finally was, I made it to the last, I took the plane train for the last one, but I was like, that was stupid. It's just taking the plane train the whole time. Close those just, rings. I was just so confused. Yeah, dude, my, my, uh, Thursday, my, I think I got like 20,000 steps on Thursday. Probably half of that was the airport. Nice. <laughs> I closed rings every day. I think, I think there was one day I didn't close. I didn't close the workout ring the one day, but yeah. I couldn't wear my watch any other day because I had uh, gaunt- or had my widow bites on my wrist and it doesn't really work. Yeah. My 20-minute walk to the hotel was nice and good every time. Yeah. Especially the one I did at 3 a.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So what was your favorite part of Dragon Con? Going to the Walk of Fame and circling it twice with the intention of talking <laughs> to Ksenia Solo and chickening it out both times. Aww. Because it's just too much pressure. Number one, the name. Walk of Fame. <laughs> just anxiety. <laughs> like, I would rather walk into her, buy a Starbucks, and then chat. That would feel more comfortable to me. But when, yeah. I, when, I, when I'm in a thing called The Walk 
of fame. And you have to walk up to a booth. Yep. And then you, you sit there and you got to go, I think you're awesome or you're beautiful or you're so talented. It just feels like, I don't know. It just makes me feel like I'm going to be a creep about it. And I don't like that. Yeah. I should have been with you. I can't feel natural in I'm that sorry. situation. I um, didn't even walk up and say hi to somebody I would probably would have been less shy to say hi to. Yeah. We did that for Jonah Ray. We like walked up to him and just chatted with him a lot twice. And he was super nice. Yep. Me and Nick. And then um, who else? There was somebody else. Oh, yeah. I didn't talk to him. But John Bear. I like encountered John Barrowman a lot at this con. Yeah. Where I was like just sitting like when I think you were when we were just chilling upstairs. Or yeah. He, you said he walked by twice. Yeah, he walked by and like winked at me and like wiggled his eyebrows or something. And I was like. I can't believe Ugh. I missed that. That's a guy I would. I've heard <laughs> he's really cool. Uh-huh. And then when Nick and I were waiting for Evangeline Lilly. He like came out and was just like standing like right next to me, yelling at the his crowd, and because he had a line of people, and I guess he puts a costume on for his photo ops. Yep. So he was like, "Hey, everybody, what do you want? Do you want Princess Leia bikini, or I can't remember what the other one was, but everyone was like Princess Leia bikini, obviously. Uh huh. <laughs> of course. And then like our line was like, "Woo!" And he was like, "Fuck you! You guys aren't even you guys aren't paying for me. I don't want to hear it." <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend, Joshua, that's taken at least one photo I know of, but I think there's been more that he's taken with him. Yeah. He's so, he was so funny. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't uh, weasel my way into any of your guys' photo shoots. No. I just wandered off. Cat did for our palm one. Yeah. Stress. That was fun. Cat. I love Cat. Cat. She's awesome. Cat is great. Everybody's great. Ben, Julia, Darren, Kevin, Dale, Sarah. Cat thought I was funny with all my buckets. Yeah. I think bucket. she saw me walk by boy. five times the one time, and then I finally came over and hung out with them because I was in some <laughs> spot in my brain. The funniest part was when I texted you and said where we were, and you were right there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that one? It made me laugh so hard. I'm still <laughs> laughing about it. Because you were blocked by, I don't know, Missy or Nick or something. And I think it was Nick. <laughs> and I didn't see that you were sitting on the floor with so that. So I said, yeah, I can see you. And then I went and leaned over and took a picture and sent it to her via text message. <laughs> she was like, oh my God. I was just trying to be nice and let you know where we were <laughs> so you wouldn't be wondering. Thank you. But that's like always our spot. So if you want to find us at Dragon Con, we always sit on the second floor of the Marriott near the elevators. By the alien lights. Yeah, sure. Because that's what those elevators feel like. Yeah. Every time that elevator comes down, you think you're going to get abducted. (laughs) Oh, Uh, geez. Dragon Con was amazing. Yes, it was a lot of fun. I'm sad it's over and I have some hardcore post-con depression, but there's a lot of really awesome pictures coming out and I have a, I'm really excited about all the other stuff coming out. I took care of my post-con depression by buying my ticket for next year. Woo-hoo! So I am all set. Tried to book a hotel too, but they don't go that far in the future. <laughs> Missy has booked our hotel, so. Well, Missy's on that legacy thing, so. Legacy. As she John got to Ralphie book that right away. Say. We got that legacy. Woo-hoo-hoo. Congratulations. <laughs> so, yay. Yay. So, yeah, my favorite part was all the Marvel stuff and all the friends I made. Yeah, I met some cool people. I met somebody from, uh, where is he from? He's from, uh, oh, God. Your butt. Why can't I think of this? <laughs> <sighs> well, I can't remember. So, when it comes to me later in the middle of the episode, I'll blurt it out and you'll be like, oh, blurt that's- out a random country? Yeah. Not even a country, it's probably just a city. Mm. But he was interesting to talk to. Met two people that are friends with him. So that's the only time they ever see this guy is at yeah. Dragon Con. I feel like that's how a lot of my these people that I met are going to be. I'm only going to see them at Dragon Con every year. Mm-hmm. Which is so sad, but everybody lives so far away. I did see one famous person outside of oh, yeah. the Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh-huh. Couldn't talk to him, though, either, because it was in the bathroom. What was his name? Lou Diamond Phillips. Thank you. It was Lou Diamond Phillips coming out of the bathroom. And I was like, that looks like Lou- that is Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> he was on a mission. To he pee. Probably had to really pee, yeah. <laughs> probably had to get back to the hall, wall, walk of fame. Speaking of, I really have to pee. Right now? Yes. <laughs>
Well, I guess we will take a two-minute break and be right back with you. See you in a second. And thanks to the wonders of technology, we did not have to listen to Stephanie go away to the bathroom. <laughs> Do you like how I can segue into anything, though? <laughs> you can. How are you going to segue bathroom into our topic for today? Um, Helena was treating her wound in a bathroom, and now she's being treated on a bed in some weird place. That, that didn't work, work as well. All, no. Sorry. Oh, Sarah's in the bathroom a lot this episode. <laughs> she is. There you go. <laughs> um. So we are doing, um, Orphan Black season one episode five called Conditions of Existence. Yes. It is an episode. I was gonna say it's the fifth episode, but then I just already said that. It's an episode, guys. It's an episode of a show that we like. We get to meet some new characters. We do. We get to... I get to yawn. Sarah gets to see her child. (laughs) How about we just get into it? Okay. So, (laughs) my microphone is blocking my notes. (laughs) So. Do you need it fixed? I'm good. Okay. I'll deal with it. Helena is being treated for her injuries by some priest-looking dude. Yep. His name is Tomas. Yep. I don't know if we learned that in the scene, but... We did. She said Tomas. She said Tomas. She okay. said Tomas. Cool. Um, that's all the Helena we get this episode. Yes. But she's getting fixed up yeah, by her, Tomas. Her dressings have been changed to something fresh. Uh, he's wiping up a little blood off of her belly. Mm. And then uh, that's about it. Yeah. He tells her she needs to rest. Me too, man. I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Allison is upset with Sarah because she's not a cop anymore and they really needed that in for more research and stuff. Right. But Sarah was like, I didn't want to talk to you about that. She just wanted to thank her for what she did with Kira. Because yep. she's able to see Kira now because Allison made that Set happen that up, for her. Yep. So that's nice. That was like a nice wholesome moment between the two of them. That was. Considering they always are just calling each other bitches. <laughs> well, you know. They're very opposite personalities, so. Yeah, I would say so. One's a homemaker, well. the other one's a punk person. Eh, they just don't mesh so well. No, but they are sisters. Yes. And, you know, Allison's for ever telling her to get her ugly face out of there. I mean, it's just like, wow. Aw. Allison goes to bed and curls up next to Donnie, who <laughs> attempts to make a move, but she smacks his <laughs> hand away. <laughs> she smacks him. No. <laughs> and then he just flops over he the other way. He turns over sadly and pouts. Yep. Uh, Sarah, meanwhile, is taking a shower. A steamy shower. Someone, sorry, this is my favorite scene of the whole series. Yes. Just, I'm just kidding, but it is a very. Stephanie good scene. likes it when somebody takes a shower with warm water. <laughs> I sure Versus do. cold water. <laughs> she had that rainfall shower head. Those yeah, are nice. Yeah, it's a real nice yeah. shower. Uh, and someone appears to come into the townhouse while she's showering. You know, for a second, I thought it was Helena. Me too. Because the way the steps, it's like combat boots and the steps are all janky. I'm pretty sure they did that intentionally. Probably. To make you think it was Helena. She suspects something, so she jumps out of the shower and has a nail file in her hand, armed and ready. Of course. (laughs) But it's just Paul. Paul. Just Paul. He apologizes. She I think when she first yelled at him, it was in her normal voice. Oh, yeah, Before she, did. she transitioned into being Beth. Yeah, she definitely had an accent when she said it. Yeah. He apologizes, and she's like, well, how sorry are you? And they have very, very steamy shower sex. <laughs> yes, of course. It's very nice. You know. I'll happily look at Paul without a shirt on all the time. I'm sure you will. Would you uh, happily look at me without a shirt on? <laughs> yes, Brad, of course. You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always going to put pressure on me? I don't know. Why can't I just enjoy Paul? You can, but not more than me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that has to be. Maybe because I'm your co-host. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, they're in bed together and Paul 
<laughs> suggests they go away together since they she doesn't have a job and he hates his job. Right. But she deflects to talking about it the next morning. As you do. Nobody wants to go to bed with a... Yeah, don't go to bed angry. Angry or an awkward fight or conversation, whatever. Right, save that for the morning. <laughs> um, we then see some freaky shit being done to her by a bunch of doctors. Yep. Which is played off like I would just kind of like it's supposed to be kind of dream statey. Yes, because we see her go to sleep and then we see these like flashes of craziness. Right. There's she's being scanned and probed and IVs go like needles going in her and yep. all of this crazy stuff. And then Sarah wakes up with a bit of a start and she goes to the bathroom and while she's brushing her teeth, she pukes up a probe out of her mouth. <laughs> uh you know, when you bite those probes off in your mouth and they forget to take them. <laughs> Classic doctor mistake. Right? The orphan black doctors are bad at their job. Yeah, well, you know. Dyad people. Whatever science and all. Sarah is examining her various marks on her body, like the from an IV or blood test or whatever. On her. I think it was a blood draw. Cause well, there I mean, was we don't a, know what it is yet, but... Well, yeah, in that flashback a, scene, they had a vial of blood, so I'm assuming it was just a draw. Well, yeah. That's what Cosima says. Oh. Well, yeah. Cosima says saying, that later. She doesn't know what it is, so she thinks it's some weird puncture mark. She doesn't know what it could be. From the aliens. Yes. She probes. was abducted. She was at the Hyatt. She's all, at the Marriott. <laughs> I can't remember Hyatt, which one yeah, it is. It was the Hyatt. She's all freaked out and gets dressed and but Paul wants to talk about his feelings and about them leaving together. He wants to go to Rio de Janeiro, and she's just like, "Dude, no. he's so needy." This guy, <laughs> this Paul guy, <laughs> Paul just needs to have his her. shirt off. Needs yeah. to want to run away. I would run away to Rio de Janeiro. Needs with Paul. to want to kiss. Yeah, how terrible this beautiful man wants to kiss and I run know. away and have nothing no shirt worse on. than a beautiful, needy person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she goes to Felix's loft, um, and Allison is there, and they all kind of chat with Cosima about what happened. Right. She tells Cosima tells them it's an electrode for an EEG machine. She's not sure, you know what? Or Sarah's not sure where Paul was during all of this. And Allison reasons that, you know, well, they're lab rats. So they need someone to look after the, the rats. So maybe he's watching her, keeping tabs on her for right. whoever, accumulating data, etc. Uh-huh. Uh, and then because that's when Cosima says that, you know, Sarah, she figures that Sarah would know if they did anything invasive. They probably were just doing some diagnostic tests and taking blood samples. Right. Because I'm assuming there'd be after pains of invasive things. Yes. Yeah. There sure would be. I bet there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there would. As a be. lady, there should. There sure would be. Well, no need to. I mean, it could be to dudes too. You know those butt probes. <laughs> I'm sure they don't leave you feeling good. Uh huh. Sarah also kind of offhandedly mentions, or maybe it was Felix that. She's sleeping with Paul. Yeah. <laughs> and Allison and Kasima are like, what? You're sleeping well, with Kasima, Beth's boyfriend? I don't think Kasima cared. No, Allison's Kasima like, says, dude, that's complex. And Allison yeah. is offended. Yeah. You're sleeping with, you're sleeping with her boyfriend? Um, and then after a while, she's just like, whatever. I might be sleeping with my spy as well. Yep. Um, Allison said that. Yes, Allison says that. She suspects Donnie as being suspicious. Um, Allison well, has after also, that realization. She's been kind of suspicious of him for a while. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. She's just paranoid in general of everything going on around her. Well, yeah, because the people they know about are getting killed, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I'd be suspicious about things around me as well. Yeah. Uh, Allison has also is also there because she has brought a gun and twenty thousand dollars for Sarah. For her self-defense, as she puts it. Right. Because she's the only one defending them. I mean, basically. Yeah. These are facts. They are facts. Uh, Sarah finds out from Raj at the police station that Beth rented surveillance equipment. And Raj needs her to get it back to him. Do you mean borrowed? Hmm? I don't think the police station rents out equipment. 
Well, I mean, she rented it from Raj. Borrowed it. Borrowed it. Whatever. <laughs> well, she's a cop. She can rent it herself. <laughs> um. Hi, Raj. I was wondering if I could rent some uh, video surveillance. I'm doing a little home movie, you know. I mean, Just... he was he was helping her out. But he needs it back because, you know, Inventory is coming up. Mm-hmm. And she's off the force now because she quit. Which was the flashback from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. She quit last episode. But Sarah wants to know what Beth found with the equipment that she got. Right. Uh, Allison goes home and she overhears Donnie having a very suspicious phone call. He's talking. He's clearly talking about Allison. He's going through all of her things. And then Allison just grows more and more suspicious while he, you know, gives her some very lame excuse about who he was talking to. Right, some lady at work, and he was looking for scissors. Which are on the nightstand, or yep. on the vanity. Yep. Dresser, whatever the hell. Van, she called it a vanity. Mm. They look for, Sarah and Felix look for the equipment all over the townhouse, um, but they end up going through Paul's things. They find out that he's been in the military, and he has a bunch of letters from Beth. Mm-hmm. They end up finding uh, the equipment in Beth's trunk. And also decide to check out where Paul works and maybe bug him a little bit, literally and figuratively. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah shows up with some food as a con to get close to him or whatever. And the floor is deserted. Oh, my God. Yep. Felix was right. It's a fake company. Nah, it's just moved to a different floor. She said the lady that came and visited her said they downsized. Yeah. But if you were running a front, yes, wouldn't you make that same thing? Yes. And Paul was in this meeting. Supposedly. Well, yeah, I mean, it's obviously a fake company, but they like tried to fake you out even more with the like abandoned floor when yeah. he's really just up there. I don't think he was in a meeting. I think she actually had to call him and tell him to get down there. I, that's, that, was, that was my thought. Mm, I don't know, because... Because Paul doesn't really know what's going on that much right now. But still, I, you know, that weight and him coming in, I just didn't feel genuinely like he was in a meeting. Yeah. I feel like he was, like she called him to get him there because she Sarah was, there. was there. Well, Sarah was there, mm-hmm. but actually Beth right. was there. Yeah, it's possible. Oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm just like, uh. Here, let me come over there and smack you awake. <laughs> I like talking about Dragon Con and all my adrenaline deflated out of me. That's, you went to the bathroom and now it's just all the energy's gone. <laughs> yeah, the, the hyper pee energy. <laughs> I guess I peed it all out. <laughs> that is unfortunate. Uh, Allison is snooping around. Through Donnie's things now, and she finds his porn, <laughs> big boob blowies. <laughs> She's very offended. Of course. Uh, <laughs> it's a horrible title. It's a terrible <laughs> title, but it's also hilarious. And it's hidden under the bottom drawer, like the drawer comes out and it's on the floor. Yeah. I must say, Donnie and Allison's closet arrangement. Uh huh. Is awesome. Yeah, they have a sweet closet. Yeah, I would like to have I'm that. I'm sure Allison designed it. Probably did. Her. I don't want to ask her because then I'd have to know the cost. And I'm pretty sure a closet like that costs a lot. Yeah. I mean, when you have a drawer that holds literally three pairs of pants, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could probably fit more if class. you weren't keeping your big blue, big boob blowies in there. That was underneath the bottom oh, drawer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, his tie drawer with all the ties rolled up in it. Yeah. It's a nice drawer. Yeah. Nice, nice closetry. Uh-huh. Uh, she then goes to the garage and finds a secret lock box and tries her darndest to open it, but she just can't do it. You uh, can only hacksaw so fast. It's true. Because I think Donnie comes home after that. Yeah, the garage door opens and he's going to pull in his car. Yeah, and... Allison demands that Donnie open it, and then they kind of wrestle, and then he takes it right. back from her. He's like, I deserve privacy. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. 
had this conversation before. We're not going to go there. (laughs) 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 When you're lying a lot, you don't deserve privacy. The end. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Felt less like a conversation and more like being told. So anyway, <laughs> so Sarah is hooking up some uh, surveillance equipment to Paul's work computer. Yep. She does not get out in time and Paul arrives and she just sits there like she'd been waiting for him. And he's like, oh, you brought me lunch. Yeah. Well, also his desk drawers are empty, which is what she was looking at at the moment. he. Oh, yeah. In. And then she threw her bag on top of whatever she was doing. Paul's trying to bone her again. As usual. Classic Paul. <laughs> She's like, I'm not here for that, but I would be, Sarah, so whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie just laying it all out there for the world Paul to hear. Paul is very hot, okay? <laughs> He's attractive. <laughs> Give me that kitchen counter any day, man. Okay. Um, I'd like that kitchen counter, too. It looks like a great <laughs> surface to prepare food on. <laughs> Or have sex with Paul on. I would not want to have sex with Paul on it. Personally, I mean, that's just me speaking. (laughs) You could have sex with Sarah on it. Well, that's a different story, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) While he's trying to bone her from behind, he pulls her hair back from her neck and notices that the scar that was there that Beth had is gone. And she has a very terrible excuse, which is that she's using a new lotion. Hey, I've heard that you can use cocoa butter for stretch marks. So I would believe they don't that go away. Really, that's a it diminishes f- that's the a noticeability lie. of them, though. Like, you know, maybe it's just it is looking better. And I think I've seen ads for creams that help scars sort of disappear a bit, heal better. I don't know. Eh. Eh. Either way, it's a bad excuse. I'll test this. Over the next several months, I'll just <laughs> I'll create scars on my body and then try a bunch of creams. Please we'll don't. see if it works. Please don't. <laughs> It'll be the science. Is this really how you have to prove your point? It'll be the science of this show. I think that cocoa butter does make them look smoother, but it the doesn't make them go. Stretch marks. It doesn't make them disappear. Yeah. Stretch marks are for life. No. And you shouldn't be ashamed of them. Okay. Everybody has stretch marks. Even people who are like 90 pounds have stretch marks. Yep. Because you are human and you grow. I have stretch marks because my biceps are so big. Noise. I don't have stretch marks on my biceps. How does the Hulk not get stretch marks? I mean, he goes from being a little little, little, bitty (laughs) man to this big balmy dude. We don't see, I guess, well, never mind. Yeah, we do see Bruce shirtless a lot. I would assume his skin uh, quantity does not really change as much. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works because his clothes rip, so yep. I don't know. Yep, it's probably all stretchy. and Maybe it's part of that gamma radiation that keeps them all it probably, nice and elastic. Yeah, I think it keeps him his skin very elastic and he doesn't get stretch marks. These segues to Marvel are horrible. <laughs> Let's get back to some Orphan Black. But now I'm thinking about Bruce Banner and how cute he is. He's he's adorable. Good he's, magician too, I hear. He's so cute. So Paul is not convinced of her excuse, and then she trots away. Yep. Meanwhile, in Minnesota, Kasima is at school. Where? Minnesota. Where? Minnesota. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she is testing some blood samples with Scott. Yep. We get to meet Scott. We meet Scott for the first time. And these are the blood samples from the briefcase that Sarah got Sarah from acquired Kacha's from Kacha's room. room. Yep. Yes. Um, she wants to test for some different diseases because she says the patients are coughing up blood and have shortness of breath. Uh-huh. And he says, who are the subjects? And Cosima says, if I told you that, I'd have to kill you. Uh-huh. Which is cute. Yes. And then Kasima overhears a French woman who seems very upset and is on the phone. And well, she her. also cut off a little bit of her hair and gave oh, yes. it to Scott as though it was that. a person's sample. Because she's also having symptoms, yes. is my theory. Probably. Or she wants to see if like, there's something there. Also, um, 
She makes a funny joke to Scott because he goes and says, Oh, I don't like that joke. What do I get out of this? Why don't you like that joke? Because it's really not it's a joke. Mean. It, well, he accepted it. <laughs> he did. <coughs> okay, um, anyway, French woman. Some dumb French woman. I'm just kidding. Wow. This is a pro-shay podcast. Qu'est-ce que c'est? <laughs> so, I have a lot of Delphine feelings. Are they voulez-vous coucher avec moi <laughs> feelings? So, Delphine is hot. <laughs> She's super hot. And I think that she and Cosima are cute sometimes. But Delphine is a lying liar who lies a lot. And Thank that you. doesn't sit well with me. How many more times can you put lie into a sentence? I just think that people forget about how much of a liar she is. But that's later. That's right now, now. We know nothing about her. I know, but right now she's lying to her. Okay. Immediately she's lying to her. Yeah. Their entire relationship is based on a lie and more lies and then a bunch more lies. Because once she said she got a B, but clearly by that report card, she's never had a B in her life. Because <laughs> it was all A's, A's, pluses, and A minuses. <sighs> What? She um, left her report card sitting on the paper on the table. She did, which is a fake report card because she's a fake. She's, she's a, a fake. Big old fake. Fake liar lady. Nice boots though. She, she does have some nice boots. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she left the paper behind on purpose so that Kasima would look at it and then find her. Right. Which is some bamboozling. It's the best bamboozling. But Shay is better. Well, there is no denying that. <laughs> Shay didn't lie to her ever. Shay just loved her unconditionally. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm back now. You're thinking about Shay and how amazing she is? You know that one is? scene, yeah. She, uh, Ksenia Solo is such an attractive woman. She's so cute. Those eyes. She's so hot. Those eyes, she's got like the best blue eyes ever mm-hmm. with her dark hair. It's just, ugh. it's, I don't know. Blue eyed, dark haired women are attractive. She's blonde on, <laughs> or from black though. I know. I'm just saying. I've seen a lot of Ksenia Solo. Yeah, true. Um. Anyway, so a Sarah. Sarah has been reading the letters that Beth wrote to Paul. Uh-huh. She's very sad about them. But I feel like they say a lot about the situation that we will learn about much later on in season four. But she gives us a little insight. What it, yeah, but what it boils down to is that Beth was in love with Paul, but or Paul had no interest or wasn't he, reciprocating. He didn't love her. He wasn't ready to commit to her. I think he still cared about her deeply. Right. He just didn't, he just wasn't in love with her. And, but because of what was going on, he couldn't leave her. Right. So he was, so she wanted him to break up with her because if he wasn't going to love her, then what was the point? And she wasn't strong enough to break up with him because she loved him so much. Yep. It's very sad. It makes me really sad. Anyway. (sighs) But now he's clearly falling for Sarah. Of course. And Sarah says it herself, what a mess. It, it's pretty messy. It's a fucking mess. Yep, you know. Gotta roll with it, I suppose. Yes. Sarah gets to meet Kira after school. It was a sweet So moment. cute. It always makes me a little teary. Does it? Yeah, because they like run to each other and then they hug each other. Because it's really the first time they've seen each other the whole show. Right. Because the other reunion was with Allison, not with her. Yep. And she says it's me this time. Yeah, and Kira says, I know. Yep. Um, and while she's walking Kira to Mrs. S's house, someone in the distance is taking photos. Uh-oh. Suspicious. Bum, bum, um, but they spend some time together at S's, which is very nice. It's also nice to see Sarah and S together. Interacting, yep. They in a nice of, way. In a nice way, not yelling at each other. Yeah. We find out that Sarah was an angry kid and that S introduced her to punk rock. Uh huh. And S says, Yeah, you took all of the attitude and none of the politics. <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's a cute little bonding time. It is. Um, but Sarah tells her that she wants to know more about where she came from. She knows that she was a foster kid, but she wants to kinda of know more about 
where she was before that. Right. But S doesn't really have too many answers that she can share. Yeah. We know she knows more, but at this moment, we don't really know she knows more. She knows more? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> she knows more. Kasima brings Big D's... T- oh, sorry. I call her Big D sometimes. <laughs> Who's Big D? Delphi. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stacy and I call her Big D. I don't remember why we started calling her that. Well, <laughs> I'd be interested in knowing. But, uh, so they bring... I wrote Big D in my notes and I just read my notes. So it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, Delphine. Uh, Kasima brings her test results over to her and Delphine fake cries about some breakup bullshit that she made up. Some Long more, distance relationship. Some more lies, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's fine. Still nice boots though. Still some nice boots and Kasima's really cute and smiley. Of course. Because she's adorable. She is. And Poor. as we've learned from Felix, her boobs are bigger. Apparently so. Not true. <laughs> but hey whatever depends on the bra you get then they look bigger. i suppose yeah bigger the bra the bigger the the more the padding the bigger the boobs <laughs> agreed vic has been oh vic sarah's oh, ex-boyfriend vic. we get to meet whatever that pouchy pouchy thank you so vic owes money and or cocaine to pouchy who is a gangster in toronto <laughs> yes because I know if I'm going to set up shop somewhere, it's Toronto. Of course. <laughs> Everybody's so nice there. <laughs> <laughs> so Pouchy doesn't want to give him another week to pay him back. And so he cuts Vic's pinky off. Yep. It's just the start of Vic's no good, very bad day. <laughs> yep. He has a lot of those on the show. <laughs> As it faded to black, where I assume there was a commercial break here, you hear Vic say, I'm okay. Oh, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> So I've been so after watching Saul so much, I have like a weirdly a weird soft spot now for Vic because of Nacho and yeah. Saul. But like I love Nacho so much more than Vic. Yeah, because I feel like <laughs> Vic rhymes with dick. And Vic is a dick. Yeah, and Nacho is like a really good kind of. Nacho's a really good character on Saul. Yep. He also, but he has a lot of similar terrible experiences where he gets. He has real bad days. <laughs> I see. So you feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. Okay. And now I'm just like, aw, poor Vic. But also you're a dick. Allison is taking her kids to get some chocolate while she gets her own surveillance equipment to spy on Donnie. Yeah. What was the name of the store? Oh, I didn't write it down. It spy something. It had like a little detective man symbol. Yeah. I don't know. Binoculars or uh-huh. something. Vic runs into the... Vic is in the area. Yep. He's at the drugstore. Right. He runs into Getting Gemma. Getting some aspirin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to ease his pain on his yeah. missing pinky. He has a gross, like, cl- bloody cloth wrapped around his hand. Yep. And he runs into Oscar and Jimbo. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot about Jimbo. Yes. And he Oscar leans and down real close and goes, stay in school. <laughs> See, that's a good. It's a great advice. It's great advice. <laughs> Thank you, Vic. <laughs> Redeemed. Yep. When Allison comes out of the spy store, Vic sees her across the parking lot, and he assumes she's Sarah, obviously. Right. Um, she is very confused, and she just kind of scampers away. Right. And then he starts calling her a bitch and starts yelling at her. And Allison, don't take that shit. Right. She pulls out her mace and pepper sprays him in the eyeballs. Yep. And then? And then tasers him. Yes. <laughs> Because she's packing. Of course she's packing. Um, she At least she didn't have a gun on her. <laughs> right. She probably did. She probably just didn't use it. <laughs> she always has a gun. Um, she shuffles the kids into the car and drives away. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Real fast. Yep. Uh, she calls Sarah and says, I was just assaulted by a disgusting thug who thought I was you. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah asks, him, asks her to describe him and this is where Allison's white privilege starts to show through a little bit. He was urban. He was urban. Yep. <laughs> Sarah's like, what does that mean? She's like, not white. Like, Jesus Christ, Allison. And then doesn't she say, what did you do to him? And she goes, I assaulted him back. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Allison. Sarah goes to see Felix, but then she realizes that Felix has a guest who is 
Cullen, the morgue attendant. Not a new character we meet. A character we get to re-meet. Yes. Who is the person that they conned into believing that the body was his sister's. Yes. <laughs> so maybe you shouldn't sleep with your marks, but, you know. Hey, you know. Felix doesn't follow the rules. It's the first nice boy he's met. That's true. Colin is a good boy. In, in how long? I don't remember. I think he said like six weeks or something. Two weeks, something <laughs> really short. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's Felix. Yep. They listen to the recording from Paul's office. Some guy named Olivier has come to talk to Paul about Beth, but Paul seems to be covering for her now. He says, like, she's fine. You don't have to worry about anything. Right. And then Olivier calls Paul her monitor. Hmm. Ooh, spooky. Paul's now a lizard. <laughs> Because there's a lizard called a monitor. I know. Okay. Thank you. That was mansplaining for somebody else. Please don't mansplain. I don't know who it was. There's a lizard called a monitor, people. And Paul's a lizard now, apparently. In fact, (sighs) if anybody owns a monitor named Paul, send us an email and let us know. Send us some pictures. It'd be pretty cool. Uh, Paul, Paul call. (laughs) That's a hard thing to say. Paul call Sarah and tells her to come home. She's just like... Yeah, nope, not going to happen. Yep. <laughs> it's like, girl, calm down. And then he sighs heavily and texts her a picture of her and Kira walking together. And just to make matters even more complicated, Vic comes in the door. Yep. <laughs> so it's just like, now it's Sarah's very bad day, too. Yeah. Uh, he's, and uh, Vic literally says, is this, the ba- is this a bad time? <laughs> they kind of hash it out a little bit, sort of. And however you can hash it out with Vic. Yeah, she gave him the drugs she stole. No, she gave him the $20,000. Oh, did she? She gave him the $20,000 as piss-off money. Oh, okay. Because Felix took oh, the drugs Felix, and sold them. Oh, Felix, that's right. He sold them. Okay, I forgot. Allison finally gets the black box open, but all she finds in there... Are the videos that were under the drawer... Are the big Does it make blowies. it bad that I... First time around, didn't catch it was the same videos. And second time around, I'm How like... How can you not catch it? It says Big Boob Blowies in giant I know, letters. I'm just saying, you know, five years ago when this all started, <laughs> I did not catch that. And this time around, I caught it. Because the whole time I was thinking there's, like, porno magazines in there. That was what was in my head uh. while watching it this time. But it was not. It was the same videos that were hidden under his drawer. Yes. Oh, yes, but, indeed. But then the scene that follows that really clears that up, I suppose. And yeah, I just forgot that that scene happened, apparently. Because then we see that whatever Donnie had, was had in there, he's burning in a fire now. Yep, next to a dead tree. Which will probably catch on fire next. Yeah, it doesn't seem smart to burn well, things Donnie next isn't to a the dead smartest. tree. He's not a very smart boy. Sarah is parked outside the townhouse, and she tells Cosima she's about to go in and shoot Paul in the balls. <laughs> yep. But Cosima says she should squeeze them instead. <laughs> As in, for information. Right, maybe, right, right, right. Maybe for fun later. Wow. You think, you think, you think Paul's into that? I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> At least in Stephanie's fantasy world, he is. <laughs> I'm not going to go. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> I've, I've flustered her. Just thinking about too many things now. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so she thinks, to like, don't jump the gun, literally, because Paul might have more information for them. He might He's the only connection that they have right now for whatever the hell's going on. Right. So they need to see what he knows. So Sarah goes inside, and Paul is waiting for her, and he has some of his own questions about what's going on. Uh-huh. He starts to quiz her, kind of some Beth trivia. Right, last marathon. The last marathon she like ran, yeah. where it was, what her time was. But Sarah can't answer these questions. So. Right. She can only say she saw phone and thought gun. <laughs> yeah. She only memorized the police case. That's it. <laughs> and when she doesn't answer, he points the gun at her and says, where's Beth? Sarah... Finally, shares a bit of the truth with her real accent now. Yep. Um, she says that she's Beth's twin and that Beth killed herself. Paul is 
fl- f- uh, freaking out. Floored, just, maybe? Floored, Was that flustered. the word you were looking for? I don't know what word I was looking for. <laughs> Fucked. I don't know. <laughs> he was f- <laughs> flabbergasted. Flabbergasted, yeah. Uh, he's just like, is this a test? And he's like, she doesn't, like, he's definitely, she's not dead. Like, he's just freaking out. And she says, she calls him her monitor, but he still doesn't seem to know anything about that. Right. And he's clearly about to break down. Uh Uh-huh. And she was just like, you know, you did this to her. You're the reason, you're the reason that she killed herself. Yeah. And you're the reason that this is all happening. And he says, like, you think I had a choice? They don't tell us why. Ooh. The end. Well, and this is the reason why you kind of need to binge watch this show. Because they leave you on so many cliffhangers. Cliffhangers. Yep. Any fun facts for this episode? Um, not too many super exciting ones. It's just the first appearance of Big D and Scott. Yep. Big D. <laughs> I really want to know why, where this nickname came from. <laughs> I don't remember. It was probably not a loving nickname because okay. we get annoyed with her sometimes. I gotcha. I don't think I would dislike Delphine as much if the fan base wasn't so obnoxious about the Cosima and Delphine. Okay. I see. I don't, I'm not a part of that, their yeah. fan base. I feel like the Delphine and Cosima fan base hate Shay, and I don't understand how you can hate Shay. And neither do I, trust me. Because she's perfect. As a man who couldn't even walk up and say hello <laughs> to the actress because of the stress it was causing me. Aww. I bet I could walk up and say hi to Big D, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, she's really hot, though. Right, yeah. She's beautiful. Yeah, but, you know, there's that Shay girl. It's true. I hyped Shay up for you too much. I ruined you did. it. You ruined everything. It's all your fault. Well, she goes to the con every year. I'm sure we can go meet her. Yep. Next I'll make year. it happen. It, it won't happen. Oh, I'll make it happen. I'll let you stand and talk to her while I'm like on the other side of the room, <laughs> sheepishly looking down, rubbing my toe in the, in the ground. <laughs> be like, there's Brad. He wanted to say hi to you. And then she'll be like, oh my God, hi, Brad. Come here. And then I'll just lean down and rub my toe on the ground. And be like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just, like, just do the little wave hand thing and be all embarrassed. And you'll eat your little giant lollipop and <laughs> you have your little spinny top hat on. <laughs> if I happen to be cosplaying something like that, maybe. You never know. It's true. It is Dragon Con. You know, it would probably be easier to go up and talk to her in cosplay because then... Go up and talk to her as Thanos. Then there'd be nothing for <laughs> me to be... Like, she wouldn't know the real me. Right? Well, the thing that I always think about when I meet a celebrity and maybe make my a fool of myself uh-huh. is that they will never remember this experience (laughs) you don't know that i'm pretty memorable (laughs) well what you could do alternatively yeah because okay sometimes they do remember because i've had experiences where they do remember who i am yeah yeah Uh, you could do a photo op instead because then you only have 10 seconds with them and you have zero chance of making a fool of yourself that's true that's why nick did the photo op with evangeline lily instead of autograph table because he wouldn't have you didn't have to talk to her <laughs> <laughs> except he did tell her he loved her that or that she was his favorite actress. she she was his favorite actress yes is his favorite actress. yeah if he said was that would have been kind of rude <laughs> you were my favorite you were actress. my favorite actress <laughs> but now <laughs> <laughs> which is why also why i did a photo op with brett dalton because then i didn't have to make a fool of myself and i just let him touch me and it was magical yeah he's put his arm around me and i just held on to him wait till i tell brett dalton next year about your love for this guy named paul and how i mean how, they are really similar get them how you I'll just are oh, oh you are greedy woman <laughs> greedy they both have that beautiful chiseled jaw those <sighs> cheekbones can we just stop i, I don't need to know why i'm not beautiful <laughs> Uh, this pains me the other fun fact is apparently when Cosima was looking at Delphine's grade sheet the grades were based on the American system but Delphine's grades should have been they're in Minnesota French yeah that seems like a fake fact yeah that doesn't seem they're in Minnesota and those are her grades at that Minnesota college yeah that's what I thought too I don't know I didn't really read that it was on IMDb 
I just copy pasted things. That's a bad fact from IMDb. It is a bad fact. Fake. It has been deleted now. Cool. I deleted you fact. We are sorry for misinforming you people. No, they don't care. (laughs) Uh, I didn't... What was our double count? Sarah, Helena... Four. Seema, Allison. Yep, just the four of them. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say three. I almost forgot about the short-lived Helena at the beginning. We did get some Beth pictures, so you could say five. Okay, five. Got to include photographs, I suppose. <laughs> it was actually a video, him looking oh, yeah, at, on the his laptop video of with the video. With, yeah. with the scar, to see the scar. Yeah. Okay, five. Okay. I concede. Okay. I don't really have anything else for you. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. <laughs> uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at CDoublePod. Please email us your suggestions or comments at CDoublePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow Steph on Instagram at Steph plus Verb and check out all those cool photos from DragonCon. And uh, yep. please rate and review us on iTunes so that uh, people can find the show. Uh, tell your friends if you like it. You know, send us a note. Let us know how you th- what you think of it. Like, I don't know. We would email love to hear us. from you. Yeah. Email us. And uh, I guess until next week. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford Both. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.